0: 17. They played a superb second half defensively. Offensively, you cannot turn the ball over three times in a game and and answer it with none. On the other side, you just can't do that. Some good with Matt Ryan. He cannot continue to turn the ball over and cannot continue to fumble on average of more than twice every game he fumbled twice this game lost one that's a total of 9 this year in his car- that's through four games in his career his high water mark for fumbles is 12 that's in 14 years of football and right now he's three away after four games what the hell is the matter with this team I'll tell you what, I, I don't understand, and, and I'm not a big guy where it comes to firing coaches, especially in the middle of the season, but I see no response in this team. I, I see a lack of preparation. I see a lack of execution. I see a lack of discipline on the offensive side of the ball. I see a, co- or a, a team not responding to a coach, and I don't like it. This is a Colts post game live. And we'll do a call-in immediately after this show. We'll do it at 4.30, actually. 4.30 call-in. So download the call-in app, join us, and vent your asses off because this is a loss that requires some venting. So let's talk about this game. Chase McLaughlin misses from 51. I get why they went for the field goal. Look, you want to build from the inside out. I get it. But you better damn well find a kicker who can make field goals. And you better damn well find wide receivers who can play this game. And you better damn well find a quarterback you feel good about, perhaps, being the leader of a championship team. And if that's Matt Ryan, if that guy isn't wearing Matt Ryan's jersey, if his name isn't Matt Ryan with 14 years of pedigree he was coming here with from Atlanta, he got to go. Are you kidding me? You can't fumble like that. And, and the interceptions are, are just so debilitating. You can't have it. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. This is is terrible. Everything the Colts do until the beginning of the season is predicated upon them being the smartest cats in the room. And and if you're going to act like the smartest cats in the room... You better damn well be the smartest cats in the room, or you're going to wind up being overmatched as you play other teams who maybe took the preseason a little bit more seriously. We got to get through this healthy. I know you got to get through it healthy. You've also got to use the preseason to put yourself in a position where you can execute well. And if you can't, you got to find somebody who can. That goes for quarterbacks. That goes for co- coaches. That goes for coordinators. That goes for everybody. That defense played its ass off in the second half. Granted, that was after a first half where it couldn't play dead. But in the second half, they put that offense in a position to go win that game. And the offense couldn't do it. Matt Ryan, 27 to 37 for 356, two touchdowns, and an interception. You look at the numbers and you think, oh, well, that's pretty good. You know what? We win with a quarterback playing like that. The interception and the fumble, and then that fumble by Taylor. Holy crap. What a disaster. You can't turn it over three times if you're not going to generate three turnovers. You just can't and expect to win a game against a competent football team, and the Tennessee Titans are competent. They might not be the most talented, and they've been ravaged by injury. Speaking of injury, uh, Shaquille Leonard with a concussion caused by friendly fire, what are we doing? Oh, uh, what? What's Reich going to say? Well, here's what Reich's going to say in the post game, Toby. Reich's going to say uh, we got to get back at it tomorrow and just be one percent better tomorrow. And and we got to think about this Thursday. We don't have time. We don't have the luxury of time to wallow in the misery of this defeat. We got to get after it in Denver on Thursday night, and that means forget. This game, put this behind us and get to work on preparing for Denver. Yeah, okay. You couldn't prepare for a home game against the Titans in seven days. How in the sweet hell are you going to prepare for the Broncos on four days on the road in altitude? How are you going to do that? But you know what? They're going to win that game because they win games that they shouldn't and they lose games that they should win. And and that's just the way this team is. That's the way they operate, and I don't get it. And and if I know it's four games in, one, two, and one, all right, got a lot of of hay to bail before we call it a year, right? But this team does not look like anything that resembles a winning football operation. It just doesn't. Maybe the switch flips and all of a sudden Matt Ryan turns into Matty Ice from 2016 or whatever. But have you seen any evidence that that's a possibility minus his play in the fourth quarters of the game against the Texans and then in the fourth quarter last week's game against the Chiefs? Have you seen it? I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. He looks lost out there. He looks like, you know what, I'm just hoping to survive this onslaught. By the way, speaking of that, Danny Pinter sat today, and uh, Will Fries came in, played right guard, didn't play too badly, but you look at the run statistics, you look at Jonathan Taylor today, Taylor 20 rushes, 42 yards, like that isn't going to get it done, so you better get it done through the air, And and here's the thing that I straight don't understand, like I'm... I don't know enough about football to be arrogant in my knowledge about football, right? I feel like I still have things to learn about football and that watching a game throughout the game, I can learn about what's going to work and what's not going to work offensively. And bubble screens don't work. When was the last time a bubble screen worked? When was the last time Naheen Hines caught a ball in space? Everybody knows he comes out of the field. What do they do? They defend him with a corner, right? You keep running the play. It's a bubble screen to Campbell. It's a bubble screen to Pittman. It's a, you know, kind of a bubble screen, sort of, to Hines. Or they out of the backfield, they roll him to the left, and the defense counters – and puts two guys out there to make sure, yeah, I doesn't have the pieces. Doesn't have the pieces. Frank Wright doesn't have the pieces. Well, then the guy who put together the pieces has got to be fired. Somebody's at fault. Doesn't have the pieces. How many pieces you want? Like he doesn't, wide receivers? I get it. Although they're healthy. So you got Pittman, you got Pierce, you got Campbell who, my God, please, do something. If you're healthy, show it. And Ashton Doolin, and you got tight ends. The tight ends today were, uh, they caught 11 balls for 180 yards and two touchdowns. I don't, this isn't about weapons. My carping about the wide receiver position throughout the offseason was based entirely upon the the knowledge that it's really, really hard for Paris Campbell to stay healthy and it's really, really hard for a rookie wide receiver to be good early in his career. That first year is usually you got growing pains at wide receiver. That's why they needed some kind of depth at wide receiver that you could get through free agency like Robert Woods, right? Who we saw today for for the Titans. He didn't look too terribly bad, right? Right. You, the the starters, you got the best running back in the NFL. You got tight ends who, like I said, 11 for 180 today and two. You got wide receivers. Pittman is, I think, a top 15 wide receiver in the NFL. I think Pierce has been better and better. And and Campbell, Campbell you can have. Strawn, we know. Patman, we know. But you've got guys. And year after year after year, it's always the same refrain. Well, it's not Frank Reich's fault. It wasn't Frank Reich's fault when Carson Wentz was back there. And it wasn't Carson Wentz's fault when Carson Wentz was back there. Who the hell's fault is it? Who do we, who do we hold accountable? If you're Jim say, who do you hold accountable for this mess? And this is a mess. Complete, utter mess. If they won today, it would have been less messy in the result, right? But it doesn't make it less messy. You put the ball on the ground like Matt Ryan is doing week after week after week after week. You throw a pick. You can't generate any turnovers. You did get pressure in the second half a little bit, and you stopped Derrick Henry in the second half. Second half, they showed up ready to play. What are we doing? I know I say that a lot. I just don't get it. This is a team that either has the talent to win football games and doesn't have the coaching, or it's got the coaching but doesn't have the talent, and somebody's got to be held accountable because this is Ballard's year six and this is Reich's year five. So somebody is at fault for one playoff win over the course of that entire period of time and what looks to be a season that is going to be really hard to reclaim. This team is 0-2-1 in the AFC South, and that's going to be really difficult to overcome. Really difficult. you got the Jaguars coming up in Week 6, right? Got a chance there. Then you go down to Tennessee, and then you're five divisional games in. If you win those two games, and you can beat the Broncos, even if you don't beat the Broncos, you're still in the game. You could lose to the Broncos... Beat the Jags, beat the Titans, and you got a chance, right? But where is the evidence that that is even a a possibility? They're going to play—Tennessee's going to play better down in Nashville. Jacksonville coming up here, Colts, have a track record of beating Jacksonville up here. It can still get done. It's not a complete lost cause at this point, but that game was there for them today. I don't understand. Like I, I just don't get it. Frank Reich seems intractable. This is this is the flaw. Smart people people who believe that they are smart usually think that it's never them. It's not on me. I'm doing the right thing. The board says strong go. The the board says, you know, third and nine, we gotta throw a swing pass to Naheem Hines. The board says, the board says, the board says. Well, who put together the board? The board was wrong. So get out there and play football and smack somebody in the damn head. It's football. It's in chess. This isn't Stratego, for God's sake. It's football. This is a game played by men in a manly way, and it's a violent game, and you must play it with violence, not with intellect. Violence first. Then intellect. Oh stop it. it the offensive line. look it, uh, Matt Ryan it, one ball didn't he fumble it on on his own one got smacked it's gonna happen. but geez oh Pete and if the offensive line's bad, why the hell are they paying them as the highest paid offensive line in the NFL? why? Who made that decision? Quentin Nelson. By God, we can't win without Quentin Nelson. You can't win with him. Oh, Ryan Kelly's the highest-paid center in the NFL. Only center in the history of the franchise taken in the first round. How good has that done you? We got Matt Pryor as a left tackle. We got a right guard who washed out and had to be replaced today by Will Fries. And, and we got a right tackle who's among the highest paid right tackles in the NFL. So you tell me, like somebody cooked this crap up. Look, if you go to get a pizza, and that pizza sucks, it isn't the fault of the cheese. The cheese didn't screw it up. You either had somebody buy crappy cheese or they cooked it uh, in, a, in a bad way. One or the other. You got a horrible cook. You got a horrible uh, procurer of groceries. One of the other is correct. So which is it? And that's up to Jim Ursay to say, this team, look, haven't lost hope, got every chance to win Thursday night, all right? And then they got 10 days. How about Zaire Franklin hitting uh, Shaquille Leonard in the head? We're going to talk about it all week because it's, well, look, I went out yesterday and I bought this frock. This is nice. I bought this yesterday. I don't buy stuff ever. I was like, I'm I'm buying a shirt. I'm all in behind these Colts. Ivan picked against the Colts, picked the Titans, money line. How smart's Ivan? Pretty smart. He also picked uh, UCLA over Washington the other night. He, he man, that dude's hot. Ivan is hot. All right. We'll do the, uh, we'll do the call in at 4:30. Straight down, 4:30. Breakfast with Kent tomorrow. Inside Indiana Sports now. About four o'clock tomorrow. Can't wait to keep talking to you, because my God Almighty, this is just. This is not what was expected. And if you set expe- expectations where the Colts do, we're winning, we're winning two championships this decade. And you play like this. You know what? Maybe it's not Reich's fault. Maybe it's not Ballard's fault. Maybe the blame's a little bit higher up. Something to think about, too. Although he can't be fired.
1: Anatomy of an ad.